Genre. To Spider-Man Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze and celebrate the movie Spider-Man one elevator growling minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Zach Luna. And I'm Breathy Timmer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey. Uh, t- today we are talking about minute 86 of Spider-Man, which starts with the goblin searching for Spider-Man through the flames of the burning apartment building. And ends with uh, Harry saying, that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> and weird it was, indeed. <laughs> um, so, so I got to say, you know, like I was reviewing these minutes and I thought, I, I thought, one, you know, Preeti was the very first person that I reached out to to be a guest um, on Spider-Man. <laughs> yes. Uh, because uh, one, love Preeti. And two... <laughs> I know that Preeti loves Spider-Man. I do. Uh, and so I'm I'm excited to talk about this. And and but when I invited you on, we didn't really discuss any particular moments or no. anything. <laughs> and so so you moved a lot, you moved around a lot in the schedule while we were doing this. Cause I was trying to find like the perfect spot to put you. And <laughs> I feel like this Thanksgiving dinner scene is it's like the most Spider-Man thing in this entire movie. I think. <laughs> yes, it is. Um, just because it's so, it, it's it's just like you know, and, and it's specifically not like the high school stuff. It's like the college right. kind of like Romita kind of stuff, which is my but, favorite. That's like yeah. my favorite Peter. Yes, me too. Absolutely. So, so this just feels like iconic Spider-Man stuff to me, and I just. I love it to pieces, and I'm so happy for you to be here for this. Aw, thanks. I'm excited yeah. to do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so first off, I, I, I just, th- this line that the goblin says, where he says, no one says no to me, um, <laughs> is one, uh, real bad ADR. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> number one. Yeah. And number two, it's a different line in the shooting script. So that was, that was changed. Oh, really? Um, yeah. Cause in the shooting script, he says, where is it? Uh, I don't forgive and I don't forget. You can consider my offer withdrawn. <laughs> Very elegant. That one. <laughs> yeah. I love that. So much more though. <laughs> I, I, I think, I think it's, it's, it's like more fun. Yeah. But I, what I do like about this like this really, I mean, it's a, it's a stupid line, but oh, sure, yeah. what, what I do like about it is it sort of weirdly foreshadows the gross misogynistic stuff he's about to do. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. No, true. no does not mean no to the do goblin. You, do you think yeah. that's intentional though? 
I don't know, but I like to think <laughs> yeah. and pretend that it was. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it was at least deemed appropriate if we didn't quite know why on the day, and it fits yeah. quite quite well into our, our secondary <laughs> analysis. Yeah. Uh, and no uh, one says no to me. That is. Ugh. There's all sorts of gross implications on that yeah, one. Fun. That just got yeah. like that line just got a whole lot worse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it did. <laughs> Um, uh, I I love this flame broiled transition. Yes, though. the the whopper uh, transition. The like the whopper transition. Oh, it's, it's perfection. And you know what? I actually I forgot how much how much I sort of love the goblin's costume in this. Right? Uh huh. Yeah. Like, been, uh, I mean, we, we've been singing praises of that thing for a few weeks now. Yeah. Yeah. I, and you know, creepy. I was. It's creepy, but it's also so perfectly in tune with the comic. Like there was mm-hmm. no there was no sense of like we're going to make this realistic, you know, and this idea right. of like what would a a madman with a mask want it to look like in the real world if he were a madman, which is maybe not <laughs> this cartoonish like laughing goblin face. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I weirdly think that this costume has sort of like aged really well, especially in a post Amazing Spider-Man Two world. Yes, uh, yes. Where, we, where we've seen the oh. other version of what they could have done with That's, this. I'm right, where you're like basically Puck from a Midsummer Night's Dream. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, so, like, I think at the time people were very complaining about this costume, but I think it's aged really well. Yeah, uh, and I think it looks its best in these scenes with all the flames and stuff around it. Because mm-hmm. you can see all the purple and the, the like the pearly uh, paint that they He's used. Just, and he was like sitting with his like D and D set, like making making <laughs> this costume. Yeah, <laughs> like, he's like, I've been saving these paints for something special. Yes. Boy, oh boy, this is the yeah. exact opportunity I needed. That. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I love the idea of Norman with that, wearing that helmet, lording over a D&D campaign. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's pretty good. Someone needs to Um, roll initiative. Ah, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Where's, where's that, where's that reboot of Two-Face where he's like, like six face yeah <laughs> how many how many how many sides 20 sides on the yeah, on the 20, dragon? Yeah. <laughs> yeah 20 face i don't know um so uh first thought i have um mm-hmm. after after like get, kind of getting over to this very uncomfortable close-up we're in oh yeah uh, with norman is that uh he probably smells real bad um, yeah he's so sweaty yeah, Ugh. he's so sweaty. He's in a suit. He was in a suit under a helmet, and now he's in another suit with like layers. I, this the, is not good. It's yeah. not a good look. It's not, and I don't. So Willem Dafoe, mm-hmm. I really love Willem Dafoe a lot, <laughs> and I have this really weird like. Attraction is not the right word here, but I feel like the word that I'm looking for doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. Mm, fascination, such, maybe? I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. Yeah. He just has yeah. such great hair. 
<laughs> he does. He absolutely does. And There's does. something magnetic about his presence, regardless if it's like a, a thank you. Nice thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Great, great hair and a hell of a jawline. Yeah, um, hell of a jawline. Yeah. Bone structure like nobody's business. Uh, those, yeah. those cheeks, my friend. Those cheeks. Uh huh. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm just impressed by like the sheer face acting that's happening here. I mean, it, yes. it's almost like a parlor trick or something, but it really is unnerving. The almost like stroke eyelid thing that's happening, Whoa. the Bell's palsy of it all. I don't know. It's wild. Like it's very unsettling. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He sells it. He sells it. Like he sells every yeah. moment in this <laughs> movie. Just and well, and what what I like about about this, and and really like the rest of the scene as it as it goes, and I and I think that, I mean, this is certainly intentional, and I think that maybe they could have executed it a little cleaner. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe either in the editing, like the choices of angles that they use and things like that. But obviously what's happening in this scene is that the that Norman is losing control and mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. the goblin is sort of taking is like sort of transitioning as like the main character in this body. Right. Um, and but I, I do think that, you know, we get that. And I and I think you see it, uh, you know, especially when he's like you know, ogling Mary Jane and Ugh. stuff like that. Th- things that I don't know that necessarily the Norman we met prior to the accident would have necessarily done. And like, yeah. maybe, right. maybe, and, and maybe that was, would have been happening in the back of his mind, but I don't think it would have been like foregrounded the way that it is. Yeah. Now yeah. With the goblin. Like, uh, like it, like it would have been an ugly id uh, sort of, undertone but not something he acts on like like the childish pie thing that we'll get to later in the week like right uh, there's behavior here that's like bleeding out of a not normal uh place mm-hmm. um, yeah mm-hmm. and it's 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 sort of leaked into these day-to-day interactions um yeah i don't know it's absolutely it's, it's really I, just I, I, foul yeah, yeah, it's gross. You know what weird. this? You know what this scene in the elevator reminds me of? Hmm. It it reminds me of because it's just a guy standing in an elevator, rolling his eyes around in his head and growling to himself. <laughs> <laughs> and so, of course, the first thing I think of, and maybe it's the New York influence, but the first thing I think of is the Jinx. Um, oh, and so yeah. I'm just looking at this, and I'm like, this is like one of those scenes in the Jinx where like. <laughs> We're hearing something Robert Durst is saying or doing because his mic is still attached, but we're not supposed <laughs> oh, to be hearing God. it. Oh, <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. How can yeah. I like that every, every minute we spend talking about this one-minute scene makes the rest of it worse and worse and worse? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but in a good way, right? Like in a way that it's supposed in to the, be. In the yeah, like sure. most like skin crawly, like you know, we oh, think yeah. about we think about the like first Spider-Man movie. You know, I saw it. I don't even know how many times when I was, mm-hmm. however old, a teen, and it was like camp and fun and so cartoony and a superhero movie. But like, yeah. it's really skin crawly. Yeah, yeah there's, some, there's some dark stuff in there. Just, yeah. just waiting. Um, to- uh, so, so MJ's wearing the black dress. Yeah, uh, she is. Yeah. yeah. My father and, uh, loves black, so. Uh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Ew, oh. I eat it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, 
Um, so, okay. Can we talk about Harry right here? Because this is ridiculous. <laughs> what is he Harry's, he's, he's picking up and he's just like, stop goofing around. And she's, what, what is she doing? She's just smelling the, 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 like the sweet potato There's, like, casserole. Stuffing or whatever that yeah. is. Right. Yeah. Whatever. What I mean, I, it probably smells great. Like right. leave her alone. It's Thanksgiving. Have, have a Thanksgiving yeah. moment. Come on. Also, why are there just like newspapers everywhere on the floor for him to be picking up right now? And is like, like he just has a huge stack. Like, (laughs) New York doesn't recycling laws, my friend. Yeah. Well, I like I like the idea that uh, Aunt May collects all of the papers that Peter's photos are in, and then she just. She just brought them all over. Like, have you guys seen these? And they're like, yeah, of course. It's the Daily Bugle. Of course I have. But they're all being like really polite because she's really proud of Peter. Yeah. Polite to the point that they throw them on the floor, of course. Like, polite right. until yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then Harry remembers. Oh, oh no. Should put yeah. these uh, just on the ground. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> Pick them up later. Right. <laughs> Uh, Harry for is how, such a garbage. I know. Yeah, yeah. For as awful as Harry is being right now, I do, I do love how like charming MJ is when she's just like laughing at him and telling him to relax and like skidding past to put stuff on the table. Like yeah, I like that. I energy. mean, she's cute. Yeah, she's cute. Fun. <laughs> she's what? cute. What <laughs> is going on with this oven arrangement? Is what I want to know, right? So the the oven opens up into the door, like it doesn't. There's a they've well, got a kitchen nook in their kitchen, right? All right, the, let's. It should face that way. This seems like a New York. This just seems like a, a side effect of it being New this York. Is like right? New York. My yeah. first apartment yeah. in New York, our shower was literally next to the kitchen sink. There was no door. <laughs> it was just a shower with a curtain. Amazing. In the middle of the kitchen. That's, like, okay. That's fantastic. Classy. Uh, yeah, heck yeah. Uh, I just like, so yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I do like the idea that I can I can cook and and take a shower at the same time. I think right. That's, yeah, that's handy. I'm on board with yeah that idea. I'm less on board with the idea of like trying to open the oven door at the same time that somebody arrives and then like clashing into each other. I just I feel like they have such a roomy apartment by New York standards <laughs> that they could have installed that pointing the other way toward their little nook. Their little like kitchen nook there, or their it's landlord just, was like wrote it into the lease, like cannot move of it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, they had a weird hang up about the <laughs> the direction of the stove. Uh, You're on, like it's, it's weighted perfectly. Yeah, <laughs> the load bearing appliance. You can't you can't mess with that one. <laughs> it's their, it's their version of it's it's their version of uh, like like a like a security lock. Like you come in and then you just open the oven door, and then no one can come in. <laughs> it's beautiful. Yeah, it's your third deadbolt. Yeah. <laughs> Never know. Um, can we talk about Norman's tie? Sure. And yeah. how gigantic it is. It really. Yeah. Is. Welcome to the early two thousands. Terrible. Wide. Wide. It, and hair, I mean, all the ties are so big. Yeah. <laughs> it's gigantic. It really all is. All of the men's fashion is is two sizes, two to three yeah. sizes too big. All the early 2000s is very, like, about being, like, ill-fitting, it feels yeah. like. We want room. Room in all the, <laughs> all the sleeves. Room in all the legs. Just give me more room. Give <laughs> Give me a title. I don't want any of my clothes to touch me. I want to be able to float (laughs) within the sleeves and not touch any of the sleeves. Like Peter. 
you're fine. You've got a whole suit under your suit. Sure, I get it. I could buy that. But I could buy that. Literally everyone else. It's not like it's like Norman can fit his like goblin suit under there. So why why is it (laughs) so goofy? Oh man, it'd be so great if he tried though. There's all these lumps everywhere. <laughs> He's like, clank- the buttons are like clanking against the armor and stuff. Oh boy. <laughs> uh, I would love that. Um, so I am, I am incapable of saying the name of the dessert treat fruitcake oh. without saying it like Willem Dafoe. <laughs> fruit, fruitcake. 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 Uh, I brought a fruitcake. Fruitcake. Work was murder. Uh, Work was murder. <laughs> that light is so good. It's <laughs> really fun. Oh, oh it's I so just, good. It's the way he mm. plays it. It's like just enough that like, I you could almost forgive a casual observer for, for being like, why did you hit that so hard? But it's not quite that far, you know, that like, no. he did it just enough that it's like, oh, a silly dad joke, but it's really, really sinister if you have even a little bit of context that just like, it did, sorry. Like, it did feel like he was a little bit channeling like his uh, Boondock Saints persona for a minute there. <laughs> yeah. Or a hint of the John Wick. I don't know. Like just a little <laughs> and bit. And he's given himself too much credit because uh, no one died. There was no murder. <laughs> That's why it works on multiple levels. Yes. <laughs> That's why he's sorry. Uh, yeah. No, no. <laughs> Work was murder, but he didn't accomplish the goal. So that's why it was murder. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I will say, though, that the... Um, Post the uh, fruitcake bit, uh, the little okay. tiny moment where uh, MJ like fixes Harry's collar and he says, you look, he whispers, you look great and whatever. That's the closest I think they ever seem to being a couple, like a normal pair mm-hmm. of humans that are dating. Like that feels right. the closest they ever get in this movie to like, oh yeah, I buy those people are dating. I buy that that's a thing. And it's it's nice that it comes right before, you know, the, the floor gets pulled out from under them later in the week. Uh, it's just, I just like they that only little moment. Have, in this entire trilogy, these two only have two good bits together. They have that little bit of the, of the tie straightening thing mm-hmm. uh, where you're like, Oh, okay. Yeah. I guess they can see a little bit of chemistry there. And right. then they have their, their one scene in Spider-Man three where they're like cooking oh. in the kitchen together, oh, yeah. which is like bananas because both Kirsten Dunst and Franco, like, they're both like good actors, attractive people. Like, mm-hmm. how is it not? It's just there are points <laughs> where it's like uncomfortable to watch them. Yeah, I don't yeah. Know. It seems like it, I I want to say that you know because they're such good actors, I want to give them the benefit of the doubt and say it's on purpose. Mm-hmm. Especially when you see these scenes that do work. Yeah, uh, true, true, but. But who knows? Um, <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Like she know. also at this point, she is far more seasoned than he was. Oh, yes. Yeah. Very true. He had freaks and geeks in that and that uh, the uh, that biopic, right? Yeah. 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 The, yeah. the James Dean one. Yeah, yeah. Right. That was pretty much it, I think. Um, yeah. I and I know. think and sometimes it's... you can see that a little bit, like mm-hmm. just a little bit. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is For funny sure. because I do generally think this is one of Franco's strongest performances like <laughs> of his career. <laughs> uh, 
you know, maybe it was just the environment that that worked to his benefit most of the time. But yeah, sometimes I, I actually think he gets better. Like I think he's better in Spider Man two, and then mm-hmm. I think in Spider Man three when he literally could care less, uh, like <laughs> could possibly care less. He's just he he just is like free as a bird and just right. doing. Does, the does. silliest things <laughs> that are so fun to watch, you know? Um, so, yeah, I think he's, if if anything, I think his stiffest performance is in this particular movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but I also think there's an aspect that works for this movie because I'll, he shares a lot of his scenes with, with Willem Dafoe and mm-hmm. he's supposed to be kind of like stiff and nervous around his father. And right, so it ends right. up like kind of working. Like okay. It serves I the think. project. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, should we talk about this look thing that happened? It's like, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's not as bad as the one that happens in tomorrow's minute, but no. uh, <laughs> it's still no. I, like, I, the first few times I watched this when I was younger, I don't think I ever noticed this because I was so focused on being nervous about Peter being late. But it is it is the exact type of like uncomfortable male energy that mm-hmm. sort of weird toxic masculinity that just like seeps out into interactions. And uh, I just I don't know. Like when when she's like she says that little like sir, like, happy Thanksgiving, sir, like that bit of fear in her voice like lands on me differently now like i mm-hmm. I, I i'm not well, just it even says that it yeah. even says that in the script where it oh. says it says like in in parentheticals when she says happy thanksgiving sir it says uh senses the senses the badness in this guy Ooh, yeah, yeah. i mean women mo- a lot of women have that sense of like this is not going to be a good interaction for yeah. me and I have to start planning ahead of what I'm gonna do. Mm-hmm. And like uh, exit plan, exit plan. Right, <laughs> right. You're like, uh, this is not a dude that I want to be around. Yeah. So you're saying it's like an an extra sense that alerts you when you might be in danger. Is that <laughs> what we're landing on? Here? Oh a lady sense. Yeah. <laughs> Like uh, you know, it's like a, it's like a bad dude sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, spider sense kicks in, and when you, when you grow up, uh, yeah, it's 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 gross and weird and uncomfortable, and mm-hmm. it's a different kind of like, you know, showing demonstrating villainy that I don't think I was, uh, you know, primed to pick up on when I was when I was younger, but Ugh, it, it's it's just so insidious. Yeah. And in this and in this particular minute, it's not even as insidious as it gets. No, right? like right. this is this is more of like the look that you'll you'll sometimes like catch a guy giving like either a stranger at a bar. You'll just like look across and be like, oh, that guy is looking at that girl, and then he doesn't. Like uh. it's one of those things where they don't even realize they're doing it. They just think so little of yeah women that yeah. they're just like yeah I can just stare at this person because I, mean, I I think that I don't I don't know it's like this is like to me it's like the harbinger of that of the right. of the worst mm-hmm. stuff that comes after right it's yeah. that that look is a lot of times all I'll need like in a setting to be like this no <laughs> no no yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go over here now turn yeah. around and like walk away right don't Just, don't linger with your eyes like, oh, it's, so it's, it's, it's leering it's leering yeah. and it's just like it's so it like 
I'm like scrunching my whole body up right now. Like just this right. like ugh. I don't know. It's 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 like him it's like an obvious like gross toxic thing, but I think it almost stems from like just like you were saying, Scott, arrogance. It reminds me of you know when you're talking mm-hmm. to somebody like in college who like is thinks they're smarter than everybody else. Yeah. And they like sociopath. Yeah, yeah, sociopath. Yeah, exactly. That like um, where they will like somebody will leave and they'll immediately talk down about them as if they're like, oh, I can get away with this right now because none of you are are quick enough to pick up on me doing it. So it doesn't matter if I do it. That sort of like weird arrogance about your own, whether it's, you know, social position in life Mm -hmm. or intelligence or, you know, expertise or whatever, like it feels like a bleed off of that. Like even if in this moment he's not specifically trying to be like, oh, let me look at the hot young thing. He's just like, I can look, you know, like, yeah, uh, I, and then, it, and then it, right. and then he gets away with it long enough that it turns into the more insidious, right? Gross, yeah. It's super, super gross version of it. Uh, it. In tomorrow's <laughs> minute. Um, but he's literally, <laughs> he's literally exchanging looks with his son about like, he's like kind of like giving him like the nod, like the, the, like the eyeballing thumbs up. Which is <laughs> not the thing that you should be looking at your son with. Like, come on, <laughs> dude. Ew. Yeah. Bad, yeah. bad news. Um, it's all bad news. It's not but then good. Spidey swings through the streets. Hey, look, Spidey swings guy. by. Yeah. Yeah. I like him. Look at him um, go. Look at his little butt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that they did match the street this time, which I appreciate mm-hmm. in contrast <laughs> to the, the fire show last time. Um <laughs> I don't know if there's just an extra plate that they shot on the day or something like that, but it is probably one of the few times that CG Spidey really does seem integrated in the environment when he swoops up and lands and look at him go with his butt. Yeah, no, there's a, there's a good, like, what is that? Like kind of like a, like a, feels like there's like a lens flare or something that sort of like hides where he's closest to the camera. So yeah. it, it just makes him feel, um, I don't know, part of the environment more. Yeah. He's integrated a little better. This yeah. Time. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, um but uh, this this uh this particular um thing, this moment where he lands on the side of the building, mm-hmm. uh that was actually um changed from the script because in the script, <laughs> and I mean granted, uh, they probably tried it and was just like, I have no idea how to make this look good. But he was supposed <laughs> to swing behind them, like in those bay windows behind oh, them. Just he was just supposed to swing past <laughs> when they said, Where's Peter? But I think the blocking of the scene made it so that they couldn't do that because then Norman would have seen (laughs) (laughs) Spider-Man. It's it's hard to imagine. Nothing? Nothing? I don't know. Uh, What are you talking about? It's hard for me to imagine like a version of the blocking that wouldn't have at least somebody. There's just too many people in the room looking at each other. They would all have to be like, you know, Pick the same moment to look at a painting on the wall or something. We're not doing something and be like, oh, look what's over yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, we just missed him. Uh, so know. weird. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, so the uh, in the in the kept draft, which we haven't talked about in a couple of weeks, mm-hmm. um, the kept draft uh, Preeti is while David Kep gets sole screenwriting credit on the finished film, uh, there were actually two writers that wrote on uh, the movie after him. Uh, so we've been sort of going through his final draft, which is a lot different. It has Dr. Octopus in it and, uh, uh, the Norman Osborn in his version of the script is a little more 
close. It's a, he's a little closer to the Norman from the comics, which is like, he's like a little more insidious and not as, um, uh, sort of like two faced like he is, mm-hmm. uh, in the movie. Um, and, uh, Basically, this scene happens right after what was the Unity Day Festival in the movie, but in this version of the script is just the Macy's Day Parade because mm-hmm. it's Thanksgiving. And there's a right, so it's yeah. Thanksgiving. So <laughs> when uh, when Harry or when 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 Norman shows up uh, at Harry's apartment, it's right after that scene instead of the scene in the uh, apartment building. Um, so, so yeah, so he's just left that and he shows up and, uh, they're, they're actually not having Thanksgiving dinner. Uh, he just came by to meet Peter. He didn't even come by to, to meet MJ. MJ just happened to be there. He came by (laughs) to meet Peter who he refers to as the tenant, uh, because he hasn't met him yet. Um, and, uh, then Peter shows up uh, like he does here with the, uh, the whole window sequence. Oh um, but yeah, it's, it's a weird moment where uh, Osborne shows up because remember Osborne in, in this version, uh, his plot was not to kill the board of directors. His plot is to kill Harry because he thinks Harry is going to grow up, gain, get his company and run it into the ground. So the only way to stop that is to kill him. Um, and so, and so, uh, Osborne who doesn't want that, just the goblin wants that. Uh, he comes inside like consumed with guilt and asks Harry if he's all right. And Uh and Harry's like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm fine. And then MJ's like, I'm fine too. Thanks. (laughs) Uh, And Norman, Norman ignores him and says, uh, uh, Harry, I know I've let you down on occasion in the past. Let's just say I didn't know what I was doing and that it won't happen again. And Harry's like, thanks, dad. Hey, uh, why don't we have Thanksgiving dinner? I didn't make anything, but the three of us could go out. And Osborne's like, uh, you, no, I got, I got to, I got to work today. Um, I'm just here to meet the new tenant. Where is he? And he's like, well, uh, you know, he's probably around. And then he, then he does the, the Spider-Man the thing sneaky and, stuff. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Does the sneaky stuff. Um, so, so it's a, it's a little different. It's, you know, Aunt May's not there and, mm-hmm. uh, there's a little more of a dismissiveness, um, on Norman's part toward MJ. Uh, Mm -hmm. like he, it's a different, it's kind of a different move than what they ended up going with in the, in the script, which is much more misogynistic and insidious. I know. And like, part of me is like, I know that it was like 2002 or whatever. And Mm -hmm. I know that like, we've not come a long way, but we've come a little (laughs) bit of a way. Um, but I almost like the idea of just a purely dismissive, Osborne better because it's just mm-hmm. so it's just so gross and it's yeah, so yeah. like such a real thing already that it could have I didn't need it fair yeah well, and, I, and I like yeah. that the dismissiveness is coming from Norman right you know like it, it yeah. has nothing to do with the gobble like yeah. his dismissiveness of MJ has nothing to do with uh with with like evil takeover guy yeah right right exactly exactly. i think that's so much better yeah yeah i think it's stronger i mean what we're finding as we're going through the kept draft is that 
it it seems like there was in the subsequent drafts um the sort of love triangle uh that like this this sort of like fatherly love triangle that yeah. happens in the movie between Harry, Norman and Peter um it was sort of amped up a lot and as a result it it sort of like affected things like you know, Mary Jane's character and all these other things, because Mary Jane changes a lot. This version is the version that they were talking to Elijah Dushku to play. Mm-hmm. Um, much, uh, much sassier. Before they cast, right. Nonsense. Before they cast Toby. Right. Um, right. So it's, it's a very different movie. Uh, mm-hmm. It's, it's interesting when we, we keep, uh, you know, when we think of Osborne in this script, we keep talking about um, Kevin Spacey. Because <laughs> yeah, it, it it sort of has that tone to it, um, but yeah, uh, like, yeah. so no it's it's interesting, and there's there's definitely some more changes as we uh, go through the the scene later in the week. But I think that's all I got for this minute. Yeah, I don't have anything else uh, note wise. Um, any other I- impressions from this p- particular minute you want to throw out there, Preeti, or what do you Just what like, do you feel? Look, look <laughs> at little Aunt May back there. Yeah, yeah, stuff together. And her flower apron on. She looks so nice. <laughs> She's charming is what she sure she sure she is. She is. I feel like she doesn't get a lot to do in this movie, so the the few times we do see her, I I sort of light up a bit. Like, yeah, oh, and her weird like North England accent. I don't really know <laughs> yeah. like what her accent is, but it's very uh, soothing. Yeah. <laughs> It is very soothing, yeah. especially when they give her monologues in the two sequels. Oh, yeah. Yes. And you're just like, I just want to fall asleep to this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Have her read audiobooks, please. Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, all right. Well, cool. Uh, Preeti, you have anything you want to plug? Yes. Uh, you can find me on the podcast I do with Swapna Krishna called Desi Geek Girls, and you can find me writing for Sci-Fi Fangirls. Awesome. All right. Um, and of course, that's sci fi as in the channel. Yes. Sorry. Um, I, I yeah. downplayed that. Just general <laughs> <Yeah>. sci fi. <laughs> just, you know, like in general, I like to write with women who really like sci fi. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, yeah. Sci fi, sci fi.com um, fangirls. It's wonderful. Yeah. Good group of ladies. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Um, all right, cool. Well, we will be back tomorrow to talk about uh, Minute 87. In the meantime, if you're on Facebook, join the uh, join the Facebook group. Uh, we've got uh, the Spider-Man Minute uh, Friendly Neighborhood Listener Group on Facebook, and you can join that up and geek out about Spider-Man stuff and talk about the podcast episodes that you just listened to and look at the, the Spider-Man-related stuff that uh, Preeti is posting all the time. Yes. A plus top quality content that she's been sending our way, which is well. Well, in addition, in addition to the to the silly Tom Holland uh, article that she she does also post just like just like you know really great Spider Man article. Yeah, I I was putting them both in the same category of top shelf. All right, fair enough. Great stuff. 
<laughs> I was like, if you want to know how many Zachs it takes to get to literally anywhere, I can tell you. That's right. She's got yeah. all the numbers. Yeah. Or how many GameCubes make up a single Zach and or Tom Holland? Uh, we got the hard numbers for you. So check out the Facebook group where we all hang out and do weird, silly, spidey stuff. It's true. <laughs> so, uh, so be on the lookout there. You're missing out on half the fun of this show if you're not uh, in that group. And uh, we will talk to you tomorrow with Minute 87. Bye, everybody.